Welcome to The Working Ants with me, your host and coach, Rami Balut. I'm going to share with you secrets and strategies you only wish you knew years ago to accelerate your career today. This is practical stuff, no fluff. My mission is to create a new generation of leaders that brings out the best in people. This is where passions and profession yield profitability. Welcome to The Working Ants. Well, hello there. My name is Rami Balut, and I wanted to put this together just to give you an understanding and an idea of what is the working ant, why the working ant, why the name the working ant, who am I, and then why you know I would encourage you to subscribe and listen to my podcast moving forward. So I guess let me begin here, and I'll just be very brief. Who am I? Uh, my name is Rami Balut. I am proudly Lebanese-American. I was uh, born here um, in the Bay Area uh, in California. Um, I've been living and working in San Francisco City for the majority of my life, but I'm a global citizen. I've lived in Europe. I've lived in the Middle East. Um, I have a very entrepreneurial background, just as much as I have a very traditional background um, in business consulting. The reason why I started the working at, well, I, I guess I have to share the story with you. But once upon a time, you know, I was working for Fox Interactive Media, working for MySpace, if any of you still remember MySpace, the, the thing before Facebook. And I got a call from a really, really great friend of mine who said, Rami, you know what? MySpace is, is, is located in Beverly Hills, and it would be great. It's a global role. Why don't you move down to Los Angeles? And I did. And when I moved down... I honestly wasn't truly so happy living in Los Angeles, specifically living near Beverly Hills. And, you know, it was just my sort of image of what Beverly Hills was, probably from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air from Will Smith at that time. I was in my early or mid-20s, somewhere around there. And in any event, I found, you know, the environment there to be a little, little pretentious. I loved what I did, of course. I loved working for MySpace. I loved the global role. Uh, that I had there. But in any event, it was one of those nights where I was I was up quite late. I was in a one-bedroom apartment in Koreatown. And for some reason, I just couldn't get over the idea of, you know, how hard so many people around me were working. And so I was in Koreatown. So it was a really, really hardworking Korean-Americans there and Mexican-Americans there. And I honestly didn't get to witness that growing up in Millbrae, California. Millbrae, California is right across from SFO. And so what I witnessed there was like something just was really incredible. I mean, I, I spent a lot of time in my childhood in Lebanon, watching a lot of Syrian workers just work in construction and do hard labor. And there I was again, finding myself seeing all these people just work so incredibly hard. And you know, I, I saw that and I asked myself, you know, are these people ever going to get ahead? I mean, like really, really get ahead because you know, there was no shortage of work. There was no shortage of time. They would, they would do everything they could to maximize their days in ways I just couldn't imagine. And, and actually that really humbled me. And I, I continue to remind myself, in fact, even these days when I, when I go back to Lebanon and I visit my, my father and my stepmother and my grandparents, and I see so much around me and I remind myself all the time, like Rami, you are so freaking lucky that you have all of this opportunity. You've got a great education. You've got great contacts, great people that you've met along the way in your journey. And so, you know, this should be like a symbol for you that you need to do more 
than you ever thought you were going to do and contribute more than you ever could because, you know, most of these people would wipe you out in a heartbeat had they had the opportunity that you had. And so back to my story in L.A., you know, it was probably one or two o'clock in the morning and I, I literally had woken up and for some reason something came to my mind and I said, you know what, I want to start something where people can get together, talk about what it's like to work so hard and, and come up with strategies to help one another to get ahead. And of course, you know, LinkedIn had just started around that time. So I was very, very influenced by LinkedIn then as well. But I set it aside, you know, I never used anything with that domain until, you know, I became a coach years later um, after uh, running and operating uh, my father's hotel in Lebanon. And back in San Francisco, I said to myself, you know, I really, really want to take this on one day. And I finally did, you know, after a few years doing weekly live recordings, being a coach to some of the most amazing professionals in the Bay Area and beyond. I thought, you know, this would be a great opportunity. Finally, there are some platforms out there that could, I could just get the word out, talk to people and just tell them some of these, you know, tips, strategies, one-on-one -on -one use cases that I've worked for myself, for my clients over the years that I just wanted to share. You know, I've been obsessed with professional help and self-development ever since I was 12 years old and my father you know, gave me Awaken the Giant from within, uh, from Tony Robbins. And so I've always been into self-help and self-development. In fact, I attribute my success to, you know, self-help and self-development, really just wanting to understand people, help people out, share their stories with the world. And this is just an opportunity to do so. You know, why I call this The Working Ant and not something else? Why didn't I not call it the Rami Balut podcast? Well, I felt, you know, this would just resonate with people and, and, and it would be catchy in some ways, of course. But really, you know, when I thought of this podcast, I was thinking about so many of us that just work so freaking hard and find it even harder to actually get ahead. And if you ask anybody, just about anybody, they'll tell you, you know, I'm overworked. Um, but at the same time, I'm underutilized. And that just ticked me off. It just pains me because, you know, I found my greatest joy seeing people successful, you know, in their lives and in their careers. And I can't tell you just how much it means to me when I get emails and messages over LinkedIn just about every other day saying, you know, what I've done and how I've contributed to something good in their lives. And so I don't want to make this about me and like, you know, how great of a coach I am and all these great things that I've done. You could look up my background on LinkedIn. You could read some of my recommendations and see some of the people that I've been so proud and privileged to work with over the years. This is about you. When I want to impart some amazing strategies, some psychological elements that focus on your state of mind, you know, having really great compelling examples to back up themes in which you use to position yourself for your next career and for your next role or your next salary negotiation and compensation expectation, you know, get you into a right sort of strategic mindset, a deliberate active mindset where you could do so much more than you ever thought was possible. And this is not saying that to just sell it for what it is, but it's just the reality of people that I've worked with. And I've seen firsthand, you know, when, when people deliberately put their minds to work in a very strategic way and, and look in a direction that they never really had the opportunity to, to look and to listen to things and stories and people and narratives that they had never heard before, even considered, and then finally sort of making the decision to actually go out and do them, I can't tell you just how much good 
it would do for you. And when it when it's good for you, it's good for the people that you interact with. If you're a manager, or if you're a leader, it's great for your team. If you're an entrepreneur, it's great for your organization, your product and your service. It's great for your customers. You know, it just makes people so much better, such much more amazing contributors, right? When they are able to do their best and most aligned work. And that's why I continue to default back to saying, you know, passion and profession must yield a level of profitability for people to truly be aligned with what it is that they do. And job satisfaction and your career alignment are twins separated at birth. But when they're back together, man, they are a force to reckon with. So what I want you to get out of this podcast is really more so the question of what it is I'd like you to entertain. You know, it's the mark of an intelligent mind to be able to entertain an idea without ever accepting it. And those are Aristotle's words. And I want you to really, really take that seriously in the way I actually have imparted that upon you at this very moment. Look, listen, hear, feel, and and try to do something with what it is that I'm going to be sharing with you. And I promise you, I've got the very best of intentions for you, for your career. And I just want you to be happy. I mean, I really just want you to be happy doing your best work. You, of course, Know yourself better than anybody else. I'll never have ever pretend that I know more than you know about yourself. But just remember, you know, as Dennis the Menace said back in the days, he said, you know, the best thing you could do is get really good at being you. And so welcome to the working end. And I hope you truly, truly, truly make this experience as meaningful and as practical and as deliberate as possible as you seek out alignment in your next career transition. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you so much.